We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Jane in the pull-up. Just not there. They didn't want him to foul on that play. Mm, that's going to be tough now. 105, 91, 346 in the clock. They just threw Tatum out of the game. Yeah. No, he wouldn't let go. This is what got Tatum all upset. Comes off the screen, elevates his Julius Randle land in his airspace. He did hit him in the arm. Yeah, I can't believe he's thrown out for that. Well, he said something that seems... Like some of the guys out there have lost. Well, no, not not any players. The officials seem to have lost touch with the, yeah. the actual game going on here. Oh, where, where? The Celtics didn't get the calls last night. The refs were being mean to Jason Tatum. Where? It's not fair. It's not fair. Tatum Tatum got fouled. Didn't you see it? He hung on the rim. What are you going to tee him up for that for? He got fouled. He clearly got fouled. Obviously, if the refs called fouls, the Celtics totally would have won last night. They're just being mean to the Celtics. Well, that felt good. That was a good way to start the show. Jones (laughs) and Mego with Arkin here on WEEI. What would you think about that last night, Mego? Ah, oh, puke is what I thought. Puke, puke at the refs or puke, puke at, at Jason Tatum? Puke at all of it. Uh, I was puking at all of it. It's exorcism, I mean, exorcism puke. Heads, I don't. I head don't, spinning around. Puke everywhere. Look, puke. The Knicks are not terrible. They're not terrible. They're not. They're not a bad, straight up bad team. But I don't excuse everything that happened last night by Jalen Brown not being available oh, for me neither. personal reasons. Me neither. You still should have wiped the floor with that team. And just because the three-pointers aren't falling and you're chucking them nonstop, and unless it's, like, completely the most wide-open situation because they screw up their defensive rotation and then Jason Tatum can make a a three-point shot, like, figure out a different way. And just, okay, you didn't get two calls. I will totally go to bat for that. The hanging on the rim call, that was a stupid Getting teched up for that. I'll be honest, not that we need to break it down. I didn't have as big of a problem with that one. He clearly got fouled on the Julius Randle. Yes, he clearly on the three point shot. Okay, those two I'll give you. Who cares? Like you got to be over it. You have to be over it. You 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 have to be bigger than that to get tossed out. It's just it feels like a step back. Okay, Mego says puke. Arcand, 
I thought it was an awful game and an awful shooting game. I didn't have a huge problem with him getting kicked out of the game. I didn't. I don't know. I just I was watching it, and I thought, this is usually the type of games where a superstar says, bleep it, my shot's not falling. I'm going to uh, give the ref the business, and the ref finally tossed him out of the game. I do think a couple other things sort of sprouted from that, though. Number one... It may be that after all this time, Tatum's constant bitching to the refs is finally catching up with him. It's the first time he's ever been kicked out of a game. Could you believe which that, I was by the way? Stunned to I find could, that out. I couldn't believe that. That I, was an amazing statistic. I I double checked it today. I read it, or maybe I heard it last night. I double checked it today when I read it again. I'm like, that can't that can't be right. That's the first time he's ever been kicked out of a game. Besides preseason. First time he's... Oh, so maybe that's why. There was one preseason game in October. Okay, so maybe that's why I thought he had been kicked out Well, it's not like he only complains in the preseason. But that's that's (laughs) amazing. Which also, why are you bitching in the preseason? Great question. Going back to that, getting ejected in the preseason. Great question. Come on! So he's in his sixth year. He's never been kicked out. The way he treats officials, that's honestly incredible. Like, that's, that's the greatest trump card to play at the end of the day when Tatum gets a bad whistle... Or people are like, the refs are unfair to Tatum. We're going to get to Eddie House. Don't worry. It's like, he's never been kicked out of a game. He does this constantly. How's he never been kicked out? That's amazing. I, I was shocked by that. I was shocked to see that. I'm also a little worried that outside of that buzzer beater since the All-Star game with Jason Tatum bent over backwards to put up this record and you know yeah. diving for balls on the court and really going all out, he's kind of sucked ass since then. And I know it's only been like three games and I'm not going to get too worked up until it's you know maybe too full. Everybody can have a bad week. It just so happens to be the week after he's going you know full Dave Cowens diving for the ball <laughs> in an All-Star game that doesn't count scoring 55 points. So a little worried about that too i like the qualifier kind of sucked ass kind of not a full sucked ass no. just kind of well, a couple of game winners were, uh, were in that stretch as well uh you guys can jump in on this we're obviously uh we're obviously a little frustrated and annoyed at not just the way jason tatum carried himself but the commentary around it you guys can jump in 617-779-7937 we being too hard on jason tatum i know the celtics had uh 14 free throws to 34 for the Knicks last night, I think they were both questionable whistles at best, but still grow up. Grow up is what I would say. Again, 617-779-7937. Can I hear – let me hear some more tears. I want to drink some more tears. Let me let me hear this. Can I – let's drink a little Gross. more Tatum's tears, can we? Let's let's get some more of these. Jason Tatum after the game, what would you say to the official that got you kicked I mean, out? The first that came from the, the reaction from the dunk, that one, that one was tough because, I mean, they – Literally, like, glided me to the rim. Um, two hands on my back. That would have been scary, right, if I didn't scary. hold on to the to the rim. I was upset about that. Upset about the, the three. You know, I feel like he smacked my arm. Um, you know, it didn't go my way. How do you – is it one of those nights that just you felt like, I got to – I just got to say something. I'm, I'm tired of this. Like, you were trying to make a statement, or do you got to keep your, your control? I mean, it's tough, right? The first one, no call. If you look, it was clearly a foul. And those ones are tough. Like, you get a tech for something that you probably was right about. Second one, uh, you know, I just told him this was probably the best officiated game I've been a part of. I tried to give him a compliment. Yeah. Um, didn't That's go over okay. so well. You didn't curse. You were just sarc- you were, uh, sarcastic. I said it was the best officiated game I've been a part of. I meant it. <laughs> So Tatum tells the official that it's the best game I've, I've ever been a part of. It's the best officiated game I've ever been a part of. I, I would imagine there was more to it than that. But either way, he gets kicked out. He's acting like a child. He's lucky he hasn't been kicked out before. That's how I would feel about that. From Jason Tatum. Then, Mego sent this last night. I missed it. I had already flipped over to the Bruins. Who won last night? I had already flipped over to the Bruins. And so I missed Eddie House, I guess, you know, really, 
crying on NBC Sports Boston last night about how Jason Tatum doesn't get superstar treatment. <laughs> I'll tell you this, it won't be his last because he doesn't get the respect from the referees as a player that he is. You know, superstar status. Uh, this right here is a clear-cut foul. I don't care if the ball's gone, you can't hit his arm. He has every right to be upset at that. That does bother you as a shooter. That is something that upsets you. And then he should have the right to talk to referees. Like, he's not being demonstrative. He's not showing the referee up. He's talking to him. And maybe the words that he's saying, I'm quite sure the referees hear worse words than that from fans. So, so. they have to understand that <laughs> who they're dealing with. This ain't Jason Tatum who just came into the league. This is Jason Tatum who's an MVP candidate who has been part of the NBA Finals, five conference, cha- uh, uh, five conference championship uh, series, and then on top of a uh, conference finals, excuse me. And then on top of that, won the MVP of the All-Star game. Oh. He has to get some respect. And I understand where it's coming <laughs> from because he sees everybody else getting that respect and he's not getting it. Yeah, he should be upset. You know what? Now that I hear it, he was the MVP of the All-Star game. Give uh, the man his due. I, I throw it all out. I change my tune on this. Eddie House sold me. He's the MVP of the All-Star game. Give him his calls. Why isn't he getting calls anymore? Wait, wait, wait. He scored 55 in the All-Star game. Everybody saw it. Give him his calls. He deserves calls now. He's a superstar. He's a five-time Final Four champ. And then on top of that, won the MVP of the All-Star game. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I I changed my mind. Do you know who this is over here? (laughs) MVP of the All-Star game. Were you not watching in Salt Lake? Eddie, maybe lead with that first. That shouldn't be. And you know what? Just to really put an exclamation point on this sentence mvp of the all-star game how do i need to say anymore how dare you arcan you had some good numbers on tatum should does, does he have any beef does he have any gripe a leg to stand on when it comes to him not getting calls jason tatum is tied for seventh in the nba in free throw attempts more than lebron more than Jokic, more than durant more than leonard more than harden more than george the only people who he's who he shoots fewer free throws than are Giannis Embiid, luca Trey Young, Dame Lillard, and Gilgis Alexander in the whole league. That's Listen it. Listen to those top ones. I think now we know. Ref last night has some money on the MVP competition. You think that's what it is? Yeah. How many of those guys have won All-Star Game MVPs? Look that up for me. Get Ooh. to the bottom of it because there, there's a conspiracy theory going on, uh, going on. And I'm with Eddie House on this one. Do you guys agree? 617-779-7937. what kind of country do we live in? Does Tatum not get the calls? This is how we treat our all-star MVPs when they go back into the regular season. It's true. It's disgusting. When I run for president, I'm running simply on that platform. An all-star game MVP will always get the calls in my America. I can pledge to that, and I'll tell you about the that aliens. That went a little main. And I'll yeah. tell you about the aliens. No, it did. That's well, true. Kennedy in there too. I yeah, think. it's that's what I was well, going for. But it went, it went. It went. Ask a little not main. what your all star game MVP can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, do you think Tatum doesn't get the calls? Is it a big conspiracy theory again? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Here's another question, and this is my real takeaway from all of it. It's like Tatum's a baby. Got it. Missoula was a baby after the game, like defending him. Oh, well, look at the free throw discrepancy. Where wasn't as good as Philadelphia. Yeah, because you guys were all hanging out behind the arc. Thank you, Mego. Bricking shots the entire game. They were. They started two. You for- shot twenty one percent from behind the arc. How about you focus on that instead of why your guys can't get to the free throw line? The only time that Tatum got to the free throw line was for a tech. Yeah. 
Yeah, on a on a complete. Be- you want to talk about bad calls? No, you want to talk about bad calls? That was garbage, and what a horrible delay that was! Like how long that took to to adjudicate was ridiculous. Maybe and if the game plan wasn't go down clank, go down it, clank, it go wound down up, clank, you'd it, be in the paint a little more. Yeah, so I fully agree with this. It wound up with a Tatum free throw though. That whole exchange that was his only one of the game. Is that right? That was his yes. only trip to the line. Wow. So the Celtics took forty two threes last night. The Knicks were the more aggressive team. So yes. You, you deserve to have a free throw discrepancy. But Missoula's a baby about it. Tatum's being a baby about it. The bigger question is, do the Celtics have the mental toughness? Like, this is something that we talked about last year. In the postseason, the Warriors were mentally tougher than the Celtics. The Warriors broke them down. The Warriors got physical with them, whether it was Wiggins, whether it was Draymond Green, um, whether it was the Celtics just not being able to handle a bad whistle, I still picture Marcus Smart flopping into oblivion. Like, he flopped into oblivion last night with Jalen Brunson. Flopping into oblivion, and then Klay Thompson looking at him like, what are you doing? And hitting a shot right in his face. Like, the Warriors mentally broke them down. And I don't know if there's a team in the East that can do it. Maybe Milwaukee. We'll get to them. You know, maybe Cleveland, who's been a bad match. Celtics play them on Wednesday, right? Tomorrow, I think. Maybe not the Sixers. Yeah, definitely not the Sixers. <laughs> My Brooklyn Nets, that definitely one's done. not the Nets. So, like, I don't know if there's a team they're going to run into that has the, the, the mental toughness of the Warriors, but do the Celtics have it? Last night makes me question whether or not they have it, and my answer is I don't think they do. If they come up short, what breaks them down will be their inability to get past a bad whistle or get past an off-shooting night or whatever. That lack of mental toughness is what's going to do them in. It's not talent. I think that when you look at – a game like last night, when the shots aren't falling, then yeah, you can say that. But, you know, the mental toughness may not always be there. If the shots are going in, I don't really think that matters. You know, I just, I don't. They're such a make-or-miss team, and they usually are on the I know, but good side of Arkin, that. Like, that, that sort of thing, I just feel like Arkin. it's way too stringent on how, how well they're shooting. Okay, I, okay. so maybe I, maybe I misunderstood what you were saying. I, I was going to say, you have to be mental tough on your off-shooting nights because you're not going to make shots every single night. That's right. what you're saying? Like, you're saying they're a better shooting team, and if they're shooting well, then their mental toughness won't come into play. At some point in a seven-game series, it's coming into play. It is, but that was also May- an maybe multiple ungodly times. bad night. That, like, that they've won night. games where they've shot poorly. Last night was an exception. I think that was kind sure. of special. But I night. think it also, and again, Jalen Brown was out, but I still don't use that as a total excuse for what fell apart last night. A big part of Joe Missoula's... It's the Knicks, by the way. Yeah. Like, Jalen Brown's out, it's the Knicks. Like, Joe, chill, chill out Missou- with the Jalen Brown stuff. A huge point of emphasis for him has been don't pass up open shots, good shots, you know, three-pointers, focus on the three-pointer makes sense, and it's been working for their offense throughout the year for the most part. But I also put it on Joe Missoula of when do you pivot? Like, at some point you have to go, shot's not there tonight, right? I mean, I understand the mantra of, like, keep shooting, it's going to fall eventually. But it didn't. You were shooting 21% from behind the arc, and I didn't see a whole lot of adjustments. So don't, like... Look at it and go, okay, well, the disparity between getting to the free throw line, you were clanking shots, and then that's a turnover and ending up on the other side of the court again. So do the Celtics have the mental toughness, and do you have issues with how Tatum carried himself last night, especially without Jalen Brown? Moore was on Tatum last night, and he got himself kicked out. 617-779-7937. What's wrong with Tatum on the floor? His shooting. Is that cause for concern? And how did the Celtics stack up with the rest of the Eastern Conference? Like, oh, I don't know, the Milwaukee Bucks who passed them by last night at the top of the Eastern Conference. All that after Trending with Christian Art. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You are pretty frustrated after the how you played in the Pacers game. It seemed to feel like you must get a big shot, but things didn't go your way for a while. What, what's kind of, where are you at of these, these three games since the break, and what do you kind of do to kind of get back to how you usually are? Uh, get back home. I ain't been home in two weeks, right? Miss my bed. Uh, see Deuce. Um, you know, just get back home, get some home-cooked meal, get ready for Wednesday. Well, Jason Tatum misses his bed. I have an easy solution. Better hotel bed. Maybe get a larger hotel bed. Can you request those? You can request, like... Player hotel? That's going to be a nice bed. You can request, like, Let's a be cot. Honest. Hotel bed. Hotel bed is probably better than your bed at home. Oh, it's definitely, Be honest with definitely better than my bed at home. I mean, you might feel a little scared about, like, what's been in that bed before. But hotel beds, pretty nice. That's true. Those Especially player, where they're staying. Those they're staying player at, like, hotels, Fairmont or something. Those player hotels have seen they've seen some stuff before. Although yeah, I, but they have top-notch, you know, professional blue light out of there. Yeah, seriously. Can we go one show without referencing Room Raiders? Nope, That's, no. That's like, the nope. with us. I'll be honest. Room Raiders came up in my house over the weekend too. Not gonna lie, it's 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 carried over into my personal life conversations. What was happening in your house? Uh, well, you know, we you don't want to know. <laughs> we had some friends over, and we were talking about you know our our college days. Did and you turn a pineapple upside down? Yeah, well, I'll put our You're keys like, in a bowl. On, come on in, guys. I'll put our keys in a bowl, and we said, hey, hopefully Room Raiders doesn't come in here. Uh, it's Jones and Mego with Arcan. <laughs> Taking you up until 6 on a Tuesday with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. I have an idea, Jason Tatum. You want to sleep in your bed? Skip the All-Star game. Instead of scoring 55 and turning it into, like, this big thing, like, oh, I'm the All-Star game MVP, I don't get the calls. Eddie House said that on his behalf. He didn't say that. We played that for you earlier in the show. And if you miss any part of the show or have it delivered to your phone daily, subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcast. If you want and to hear on that, top of that, yeah. Won the MVP oh, of the All-Star game. Oh, I'm sorry. Jason, you missed your bed? Jason, you haven't been home in two weeks? This bed is not suited to an All-Star MVP. Jason, you missed Deuce? You can skip the All-Star game. You didn't have to go there and score 55 points. People complaining about your minutes like Mego and Arcan, I'm not one of them, but people complaining about your minutes would have preferred for you to skip All-Star weekend. So, look, I don't care. I didn't ask for you to skip the All-Star game. I asked Jalen Brown to skip the All-Star game, but don't turn around and cry. Miss my bed. Don't turn around and cry. You could have stayed in your bed. You didn't have to go to Salt Lake. You didn't have to go to the All-Star game. You didn't have to score 55 points and turn, turn it into being the All-Star game MVP. You didn't have to do that. 
So the excuse making from Tatum is nauseating. I'm quick meal. I texted you guys last night during the game. The second he got ejected, I'm like, wait for the wrist excuse. Wait for it. It's coming. Like, oh, my wrist was bothering me. Oh, you know, I've been I've had an off shooting last three games. My wrist is bothering me again. And to his credit, he didn't do that. I listened to his full press conference. I was you were working for it. for it. I was ready to unleash it on him if he said it. He didn't say it. So can't you give him some credit for that? Say, hey, Uh, good job. You didn't bring up the wrist. I still feel like it's coming, but good job so far, Tatum. You haven't brought up your wrist yet. Should we be concerned about the shooting of Jason Tatum since the All-Star game where he put up 55 points because he really has struggled massively? Feel great. In that time, I'm not sure you do feel great, Jason. Uh, Here are the numbers on Tatum. In the last three games since the All-Star game where, again, he put up his 55 and now where did they just go? I just backed out of it. Where the heck did they go? Uh, anyway. T- I'll, I'll so you pl- want them here? Uh, here so we go. So last night he had 14. Yep. Oh, he sorry. Had- on 6 of 18 shooting, 1 yeah. of 9 on 3. He had 18 the game before, 7 of 17 shooting, 3 of 8 on 3. The win over Indiana, he had 31 points, 9 out of 25, 3 of 12 on 3. He's averaging 21 points per game over his last three. 37%, 367 from the field, 22 out of 60, and just 7 of 29 from 3, 241. Should we be concerned? We're <laughs> Should we be concerned? He's a negative in all those games, too, on the floor. Really? Plus yeah. minus. I saw he was bad yeah. last night. Minus I didn't realize eight that. against Indy, minus six against uh, Philly, and minus 18 against the Knicks. Mm. That's well, tough. Really bad turnovers, too. Yeah. He's averaging between four and five turnovers in the stretch since the All-Star game. So are you concerned? Yes. Of course I'm concerned. Good. Okay, because we were talking about this a little bit last night. And Arkan, not to jump on your take, but you were like, eh, it's a little early to get concerned. Maybe you've changed your mind since you woke up this morning. I have. Because I was like, I don't know. You know, three games since the All-Star break. I'm not, like, losing my mind. Like, they're not, you know, they're not the favorite but it's to win to anymore. But, uh, yeah. I think three games starts to feel like a habit. It's a trend. Can we say that? Yes. It's trending, and it's trending downward. I don't, uh, my personal, uh, you know, uh, take philosophy is I don't even need three games for a trend. I, I need just like one game to start barking about a trend, but three is definitely a okay, trend. Okay, well, that's like two a math- games ago, That's like a mathematical trend. Yeah, two games ago, you were sitting here going, love the hustle yep, from him. I did. Loose ball scrappiness. I did. And I was like, dude, he looked like dog water in that game. <laughs> and then he looked bad again. And he looked worse of all last night. I did like his hustle. And got ejected. I did like his hustle against Indiana, and I gave him credit for that. Thank you for remembering that, Mego. People don't remember my positive take, so thank you for remembering that. I did give him credit, and last night I'm ripping him for getting ejected. He probably heard that, and he, like, let up a little bit. He was like, you know what? I don't need to go to shoot around today. Adam Jones says, I got an edge. Or did he say, I got an edge now, and now I'm badass Tatum, and now I'm going to start yelling at refs and get kicked out of games? Well, he's been saying that since his rookie season. Or did he hear it and say, I'm bad to the bone. Jones, Jones is on board. And now I'm really going to impress him. Did he say that? Maybe that's what he was saying. Uh, are you concerned about Tatum and his last three games since he scored his 55? Do you even care? Look at the stupid All-Star game now. He sucks since the All-Star game. Do you still care about the dumb MVP? I know did Eddie House does. Did care in the first place yes, I think, of Oh, House. I think Celtics fans really? did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Definitely. They 100% did. 100%. A thousand percent. Celtics fans have been parading it around for the past uh, week and a half. Parading it around? Yes. Did you see Jalen and Tatum going toe-to-toe? It was awesome. It was so great. They saved the All-Star game. I'm talking about in the real real world. Like, not just Twitter. Well, that's partially the real world, but it's mostly mostly on Twitter. I'm in my house and I'm here. That is the real world. It's mostly (laughs) on Twitter. (laughs) I haven't heard a lot of, like, wow, Tatum. All-star MVP, incredible. That's why it was so funny to me that House brought it up last night. Well, it proves why it's so stupid. 
it proves why it was so meaningless and so stupid because he sucks since then. And the Celtics, to their credit, they've won two out of three, and he hit big shots late in both of them. But if he were better, he wouldn't have had to hit late shots, which Arkan made that point earlier in the week. He was ahead of the curve on that. Are you concerned about Tatum? 617-779-7937. Rick's in Newport. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, um, I, I was just going to comment about, um, you know, you guys are always criticizing the teams when they're, you know, as soon as they, they go down a uh, you have one bad game. I'd like to give you Yeah, guys I mean, Rick, Rick, we're, Rick, we're on the next day after they lost, so they, we're just talking about it, but go ahead. Will you have criticism for us, critique for us? I think, you know, Jones, I think you do a pretty good mutt impersonation. <laughs> so, you know what? I've heard that a lot, Rick. A lot of people have said that. I, do I sound like mutt? There's a certain intonation that you is go, there? sure. Yeah. Does, or does mutt sound I mean, like me? Mutt is like way nicer and more likable. <laughs> I don't I've think never been like I, turned on by your voice. I had never, I had never heard that before. But Rick, I've heard that a lot since I've gotten here. You, any other points? Well, I just think um, you know you may want to dial it back a little bit. I, I think you're, um, it's like you're just trying to get a rise out of people. Okay. And you know, I don't feel like you have to go that far. Okay. He, uh, he was bothered enough to call in, so I feel like it... Uh, Thanks it, for the programming note. It worked to a degree, and I would just say, you know, Tatum last night, uh, you can answer separately, you can disagree, you can say, oh, I'm fine with Tatum being a little child and being a little baby. I mean, if that's what you want to defend, go ahead and defend it, but I don't like that. And I did give him credit on Monday, of course, Rick didn't hear that, but I gave him credit on Monday for diving in and having edge and fighting over that loose ball with Matter, and I said, maybe he turned a corner. And last night makes me think he hasn't turned a quarter. And last night makes me think the Celtics haven't turned a corner with their mental toughness. And I think that's my big takeaway from last night, beyond just Tatum being a little baby and a little child, is I wonder if the Celtics have the mental toughness to overcome another tough team like Golden State or maybe even like Milwaukee. Like, that's another team. So The Celtics are going to lose tomorrow. Jones, enough. Jones, Jones enough. <laughs> I can't tell. Was that Jones or was that Mud? I don't even know. We should play a game with that sometime. But um, I want to. Can we hear Joe Missoula in post game talking about this because it ties into something that I have a real concern about. Like I'm, I'm not about being the performative fee- about the free throw discrepancy. Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah, yeah. here's Missoula after talking about basically the refing. About what led to the free throw disparity? How can I say this without getting in trouble? Well, it wasn't the same as the Philly game. Okay, I actually really, I really did not like this. I really did not like this because I, I, one of my concerns with Joe Missoula is that he caters a lot to his star players. And I understand in the NBA, you have to do a certain amount of that. Like you, you want the players happy. That's just the way it's always been. It's the way it will continue to be. I don't, I understand it. It's a cooperative uh, relationship between coach and star players, but Imeo Doka, and I'm sorry, but you got to bring it up for the comparison because this is what you jumped from. Imeo Doka was the kind of coach who was more of a hard ass there and would kind of like verbally snap his guys out of it and be like, hey, pull your head out of your rear end. Yep. Don't kick out, get kicked out of the game. Jalen Brown is not playing in this game. This is an in-conference game. Like, just, okay, you're not getting the calls. Like, let's figure it out. In, in less uh, no, and he not only less could, flowery language than that. Yeah, in not, ruder language than that, Ime Odoka would say that. Get that your is, head out of your rear end. That is what he would say. Instead, Missoula like Missoula, fans the flames. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Afterwards, it's like, well, you know, I agree. Oh, I don't want to get in trouble here with big bad NBA, but just saying, hey, it was pretty different. We weren't really getting the calls, and it's like, 
Okay, so now you're basically saying, yeah, I'm on your side, Tatum. Like, that what you're doing is totally great. As Can a I say this without getting in trouble? Wah! Read all about it in my know. new book, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was just it was like the Harry and Meghan South Park episode. Exactly, that's what the Celtics were like I don't after like the that. game last we night. Like that. Who likes that? Who on earth likes that? I like, I know people are, oh, I, I'm okay. I'm just getting a reaction out of people. Who on earth likes that? Who on earth likes the Celtics carrying themselves that way? Who could possibly be a fan of that? I like that. Celtics fans. <laughs> Celtics fans can be. And that person, I guess. But otherwise, who could possibly be a fan of it? Uh, can I hear Horford? Is Horford concerned about Jason Tatum at all and his struggles? It's a long season. And um, Jason's been playing, as we all know, at an MVP level um, for most of the season. And, hmm. I mean, if you can go all 82 playing like that like I'm, that, that's just tough you know um, there's going to be ups and downs and um and he's the last guy that I'm worried about um you know I know what he's about and my biggest thing with him is you know make, making sure that he feels right and that he's good to go you know in April uh once the playoffs start so um I'm not worried about it through the season you're going to have you know an off game here and there and that's just a part of it you will have an off game here or there. It's now three in a row. It's also like every team. other game this month too. I went a little bit further back in the month. Like there, if you if you look at it, he had it's games that the teams won, so maybe you don't notice it as much. It's hidden but a little bit. It does get hidden against Memphis. You remember that game on February twelfth, three of sixteen. Was that Super Bowl uh, Sunday? Sixteen points. Yeah, that was on the, the Super Bowl. Then yep. you had uh, the first Philly game. He was five of fifteen, and that Phoenix loss. He was three of fifteen. These are all games this month. Like he's had he's had a pretty up and down month here, and, and he's he's been tanking in that MVP ladder that ESPN does. Yeah. He went from first in their last straw poll to fourth or fifth. So I mean, look, he's still a top five player in the league, easily a top ten player in the league. But his play has not been great in February. It's true. Yeah, and don't get ejected from the game right when the other star is not on the floor. Well, and last he's night unavailable uh, like that that sucks. I'm sorry. Like if you're the other guys on the floor and Brown's not playing for personal reasons, okay, but then Tatum gets thrown out at the end of the game, it's like, come on, It's man. a great point. It's a night for you to step up. Yeah. And instead, Tatum had an off night and acted like a child and got kicked out. Uh, Ron's in Somerville. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, Tatum. Yeah, talk about whatever, Ron. The problem, with, the problem with Jason Tatum is he thinks he's the whole team. He takes the ball. He's down there. He dribbles it for 17 seconds while the other four guys are just standing around. Then he takes a 35-foot shot that doesn't go in. You remember three weeks ago when he got a breakaway? He goes down the other end and he double pumps. And no, I got to be honest. I don't, I don't. You have a better memory than me, Ron. I don't remember that. But here, here's what I, I will say. I don't remember the play where he was dribbling for 17 seconds I was and just everyone gonna, else was standing around. I was though. just going to say, Tatum, this used to be a criticism of mine <laughs> with Tatum. I don't think that, that, that that's accurate. This I don't think used, I saw that once left. This <laughs> used to be a criticism. It used to be a criticism. And Tatum did used to do that. I'm not sure Ron has watched the Celtics recently, although, again, it sounds like he's got a better memory than me. Tatum really doesn't do that anymore. There are possessions here and there, especially end of the game, late in shot clocks or late in games, where I think Tatum pounds the basketball into the floor too much, doesn't move the ball. But largely, Tatum's been really good about moving the ball since about the middle of last year, and that is no longer a criticism of mine with Tatum. I, I think he does a good job passing out of double teams. I think he does a good job distributing and finding open shooters and keeping the offense moving. I didn't used to feel that way about Tatum. I think he's made that leap. So that's another nice thing I'll say about him. But he needs to hit shots, especially on a night where they don't have scoring right. with Jalen Brown. The, the issue last night was that they were living and dying behind the arc. 
and they weren't varying their offense enough. I give Tatum credit. Like, even when he was missing, at points he was running in after his own shot, trying to get it off the glass to do the little garbage uh, putback jumper that he has been doing recently because the shot hasn't been falling. But I also put that on Missoula. Okay, like, again, at some point you're going to have to adjust, especially if you're not getting to the line. Like, if you're sitting there going, well, we're not getting to the line, maybe get in the paint more and try to get the call. That's the way to do it. I mean, Embiid, you fouled the crap out of him the other night because he's in the paint constantly. 617-779-7937. Are you concerned about Tatum? Are you concerned about the Celtics? Have you taken a look at the NBA standings today? The Celtics are not in first in the Eastern Conference. They are percentage points behind the Bucks, so they're tied in the uh, the standings, but they're percentage points behind Milwaukee for the first time. Arkan, I saw you tweet this since the middle of December, end of December, December 22nd, I think. I didn't tweet that, but yeah, I think Oh, was right. that not you? Maybe it was somebody else. It's <laughs> the first time they've fallen out of first place. It's probably true because the Celtics have been in first place in the Eastern Conference for about 85% of the season. Basically the whole year. They are now percentage points behind Milwaukee. This is from prior to yesterday's game, but Stephen A. on first take weighed in on how he feels about the Celtics versus the Bucks in the East. How's Stephen A. feel about it? Top three in the East have clearly separated themselves. Who's the best team? Well, to me, it's the Boston Celtics. Now, obviously, Milwaukee looks incredibly formidable. And when, you know, you're winning games without... Giannis Antetokounmpo, that says a lot about you. You look at their depth, you look at their athleticism, their defensive tenacity cannot be questioned. They clearly have targeted the Boston Celtics because that's the Boston Celtics signature. As great as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are, the reality of the situation is they have depth, they have athleticism, they defend. Those are the three ingredients. You look at Derek White, you look at Malcolm Brogdon, who was a big-time pickup. Of course, defensive player of the year, and Marcus Smart and what he brings to the table. Plus the masked man himself, the lone ranger, Jalen Brown, <laughs> Brown out there balling, and of course, Jason Tatum doing what he does. And Joe Mazzula has is, is done an exceptional, exceptional job, and we can't deny that. So all of those things taken into consideration, I still believe that Boston has their number because when it all is said and done, Milwaukee doesn't have an answer for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Okay. Do we agree or disagree? Celtics over Bucks still in the East, even though the standings now tell you it's Milwaukee over Boston. And boy, I bet they're kicking themselves overall, skipping that game in Milwaukee right before the All-Star break. I bet now they're regretting it. Yeah, I haven't watched a ton of Milwaukee just recently, after the All-Star break, I should say. But I, I maintain that they're the scariest threat to the Celtics. Celtics still, in my book, have a slight edge because of the depth, because they have Malcolm Brogdon and possibly Derek, uh, I almost called him Derek Rose, Derek White, Derek White coming off the bench. If they had Derek Rose, that would be something That'd be a else. nice addition. Yeah, hey, maybe we should have done that at the trade. Maybe, maybe a buyout Brad. candidate. Uh, uh, Arkan, Celtics over Bucks still? Um, not sure I can go there. I'm not sure I can go there right now. Okay, well, uh, would you go Bucks well, over in Celtics? A dark place over there. Yeah, I think I will. He's like, I can't, I can't do this. Chris Middleton's played 19 games this year. Yep. Okay? Didn't we all have a big thing last year in that playoff series about how Chris Middleton wasn't there? Chris Middleton hasn't been there most of the year, and the Bucks were right behind you almost the entire time, and now have surpassed you with him playing in, like, a quarter of the game. So you're Bucks over Celtics. I think I'm right now Bucks over Celtics. He thinks, but he is. We'll take that. You're Bucks over Celtics. Mego, you're Celtics over Bucks. I didn't realize this Slightly. question was coming, but yes, Slightly. I'm Bucks I'll, over Celtics. Right I'll now. break the tie. I'm Celtics over Bucks, which is why it's so insulting that they're behind Milwaukee right now. And that game still pisses me off from before the All-Star break. Why are you behind them? You should be better than them. You're not. The standings tell you Milwaukee greater than Boston. That shouldn't You're be the case. You're talking about the game that uh, that Tatum didn't play in. Tatum didn't play in. Jalen didn't Nobody play in. Nobody played in that Well, Jalen had his busted nose, right? Smart skipped it and played the next night. Horford skipped it and played the next night. They all skipped it. None of them went to Milwaukee. That's annoying. You shouldn't be behind them, and you are. Celtics should be greater than the Bucks. For some reason, they're not. Explain that to me. 617-779-7937. It's Jones slash Mutt. 
with Adelini here and Arkan. We're here until 6 with all your phone calls again. And we'll start to mix in some Patriots thoughts. Sounds like they're already trading back in the draft, so get ready. Get excited for the draft, and also we have an update on Matt Patricia, all that next. Here's the thing about the 2023 NFL draft. After about the first 10 picks, we're essentially out of blue-chip talent. So for the Patriots at number 14, what might that mean for Bill Belichick? Trade on back! That's exactly what he does in this scenario, where he moves from number 14 overall all the way down to number 21, where he thinks he'll still have a chance at one of the best available at 14. Jordan Addison from USC, the receiver. Paris Johnson, the tackle from Ohio State. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Johnson's teammate at Ohio State. Or Brian Branch from Alabama. So he gets to number 21 overall, and wouldn't you know it, Jackson Smith and Jigba is there, and he is a perfect fit for the Patriots, who might be looking for a slot receiver with Jacoby Myers potentially moving on in free agency. All right, I promise we don't need to spend a lot of time on draft talk at the end of February, the final day of February. Right, it's not a leap year, right? Arkan said it's the final day of February. It's not a leap year, right? Not a leap year. Leap year we had. I have no idea. I've never been able to keep track of those in my life. 2020, I think, right? Do you ever know a leap year kid, though? I know a leap year kid. Do you? Yeah. She's like seven. Yeah, it's got to be awesome. It's so cool. (laughs) That's great, right? It sucks as a kid, but as an adult, that's got to be great. If your kid was going to be born on the... It's great for me. We'd never, I'd never have birthday parties sprung on if me like kid, I had the other week. I, every four years. You were having your first child. Yep. If he was going to be born on, like, March 7th, yep. would you be like, let's induce this? Let's try to get a leap year kid if it was a leap year yes. year? Yes. He was, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was due in May, but that's. I'll try to. I'll try to time like, things. Hey, up. let's hurry it up, Kathleen. Let's time things out better next time, okay? Let's try to line this let's up. Let's go. Le- Come on, jumping jacks, jumping jacks. Let's have get a, that kid out. You have know, Fourier kid. tried to delay his kid to uh, Cinco de Mayo, and it worked. He, I, we wanted Lucas is right around then. We wanted. Yeah. We wanted Cinco de Mayo. He's like, honey, he wait just a little longer. We missed it by two days. It worked. I guess so. You Pies, ask him. Pies descalazos. <laughs> My baby was due on four twenty. Nice. Yep. Which make- sounds cool, except it's also Hitler's birthday, so I'm glad we missed that one. <laughs> well, you know. You got the weed thing, you got the Hitler yeah, thing. Yeah, you win some, you lose some, you know? It's a, it's a, it's an early way to let them know life's life's not just all, you know, a walk in the park. True. There's going to be some negativity there. Uh, it's Jones and Mego with Arkan. Taking your phone calls, 617-779. Never too young to learn about Hitler. No, 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 no. You might as well get that one out of the way early. Uh, 793-7. That's your phone, call, uh, phone number. Just real quick, I just wanted to weigh in on the draft stuff. The idea that already people like Phil Perry, and I love Phil Perry's draft coverage. It's, it's legitimately great. You should check it out at NBC Sports Boston. Like, he covers it excellent uh, locally on the local level, and there's some people I enjoy at the national level as well. This is not a knock on Phil. But, like, already being told that it's not a blue-chip draft at the top. Peter King wrote the same thing over the weekend. It's not a blue-chip draft at the top, which means it's a draft to trade back. I'm already, like... What is even the point of talking about this, like, already? And just if you read Phil's mock draft and what he said there, the Patriots trade back from 14 to 21 in this hypothetical. There's a receiver on the board at 14 who gets taken, and then they take another receiver. And it's like, in Bill's mind, Bill's like, oh, that's a good move. I traded back and I still got a receiver. Where, no, just get the better receiver at 14. Like, why are we already talking about trading back? I already feel defeated about the whole draft. I already feel defeated about it. When I watched that last night, I yelled at my phone when I saw that last night. Isn't it funny that where the Patriots' needs really are are in three of the most expensive areas because they have a and only not quarterback because they have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Yeah, they fixed but it's all the easy stuff. Corner, yeah, uh, tackle, yeah. 
and uh, receiver, the three most expensive, and then you hear, well, the draft is only 10 deep with blue chippers, and instead of, hey, let's trade up to get a blue chipper, it's like, eh, well, if we're going to be with, like, B-class guys anyways, might as well trade back and maybe you'll get two seventh-rounders. Robert Kraft wants a splash, right? Didn't we talk about this yesterday? Damian Woody to Karen Garrigan of the Boston Herald. Robert Kraft wants a splash. Is that a splash trading back? I would not be excited for that, and I don't think Mac would be either. Hey, Mac, we could have gotten your receiver at 14, but instead we traded back and got like a discount version at 21. Is that good for Mac Jones? 617-779-7937. We're going to get to Mac. We talked a little bit about uh, the Henry McKenna story yesterday, babying Mac Jones in 2021, or excuse me, babying him last year after being too hard on Mac in 2021. Uh, we'll get to our thoughts, some follow-up thoughts on that coming up at the top of the hour. But Matt Patricia... How's everybody doing today? (laughs) Matt Patricia is back in the news today. The Combine is going on in Indianapolis. And Sean Payton kind of got the ball rolling on this by, uh, I don't know, was he, who was he? Was he asked about a local reporter or by a local reporter about oh, Matt Patricia? Yeah, everybody's him. out there. It's got to be a local guy, yeah, right? It can't be, who Boston else would person. possibly care? So it's got to be I'm somebody. on the tip of everyone's tongue. <laughs> the Detroit Free Press would ask the same question just in a different tone. Like, why did you interview that so guy? He, Sean Payton, who interviewed Patricia last week, interviewed Patricia last uh, Thursday no, going into talked. Friday. End of the week. Here's, here's, what, buds. here's what Sean Payton had to say about the Patricia interview and how it went. I interviewed Matt, so there was... I think it, was it happened. A number of reports. Yeah, he, he he was. He's outstanding. I've known him for a long time. We practiced against the Patriots. Um, I think he's extremely talented. Oh, he's yeah. a guy that. Uh, yeah. I think he's. They've won five Super Bowls while nope. he was calling defensive defenses. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, he, he, he that was easy. Um, like I knew right away. I wanted to interview Matt. I knew right away uh-huh. I wanted to interview Vance. I've known those guys. Um, and then I thought, man, Rex made a lot of sense. The question was, do I still <laughs> possibly vision a role for Matt? And um, we just got here. He and I are going to talk this week. And uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that out, though, if, if, if that were to possibly... Uh, if that possibly came to fruition, it would be for a few things. I'd certainly want to talk to Vance and our defensive coaches. and um, But I know Matt well enough to to know how smart he is and uh, and what he can contribute. Yeah. So we'll see. What wow. is wrong with Sean Bacon? Yeah, is he okay? Why is he like afraid? He's lying. What he's do you mean? He's standing there. He's like afraid that at the podium in the moment, he sounds like he's afraid he's going to give him a job at that second. Well, maybe it's that. Like, maybe he's, he's like, like, oh my God, uh, if I say the wrong thing, it's binding. Oh, I accidentally invited him. It's a verbal him. contract. Like, did he accidentally invite him for an interview? Yeah. And he's like, oh, we took it like, seriously. <laughs> okay, don't do it again, Peyton. Don't do it again, Peyton. Get a grip. Get a grip. Like, is that what's running through his mind? Mr. Is Payton, standing up Matt there? Patricia's here to see you right now. What? So I was weird. kidding. He's lying. He's actually, he's outside. I got to interview this guy now. Yeah, come coach for me, LOL. Here's what he's doing. He's lying. He's, he's, he's just trying to carry out this favor that he did for Bill Belichick. And, I mean, look, I hope to God there's another role for him. We don't need to play the, the rap sheet clip. Yeah, he, he, he was... He's outstanding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was so good. Like, he just had to, like, oh, okay, I'm about to lie. I'm, I'm really about to lie now. I'm going to... He's outstanding. Like, you really got to, like, bite through it. So, man, I just... I heard that, and I said, he's lying, obviously. I, I hope they take him. I hope there's some nebulous role. Rap Sheep said maybe he'll be in an upstairs role like he was in New England. 
So it's not going to be on the staff. Obviously, he hasn't even talked to Vance Joseph about he's it. He's a five-time Super Bowl champion. I was going to say, nice job doing Why your homework you on who him? you're interviewing. He said five Super Bowls. He doesn't even know. I think so. he won like 50 Super Bowls. <laughs> They've won five Super Bowls while he was calling defensive defenses. Yeah, that's right. Five Super Bowls. <laughs> One of the greatest plays ever in Super Bowl history. Don't that's you forget right. about it. Remember that time I thacked Matt Ryan? <laughs> the dream is dead, though. I, I think the dream is dead when I actually hear Sean Payton. What he said in print, you're like, oh, okay, the dream's alive. Then you hear it and you're like, no shot. No shot at all. 617-779-7937. We'll get to all your feedback. And let's get to Mac Jones. The Patriots babied him too much last year and didn't baby him enough in year one. How do they thread that needle? We have some lingering takeaways from the big story that Henry McKenna had yesterday on Mac Jones and the coaching. We'll get to that with your phone calls next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.